Hello everyone and welcome to Basketball Empire Radio Station. I am Sergio Rodriguez. This is my first podcast. Here I'm going to start with my first episode and I will do a three segment part. First of all, it's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo and Giannis and James Harden's MVP season. Giannis Antetokounmpo took away the crown as MVP. James Harden had a terrific season as well. I will give you my opinion on who should have gotten the MVP based on numbers purely. I will not make up anything I say. I will use NBA.com as a reference for the stats and basketballreference.com. I will like let the link below on the description. I shall also speak of Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Anthony Davis has been brought up to the Lakers and this can be very interesting. People are actually pointing them as the next title contenders, something which I am not sure should be done just yet. I need to check what else can happen. Apologies again, I'm, I'm starting a little bit. We need to see what can goes on, what can go on, who is the best player they should add, if they should add another star, if they just add more pieces into it, which is something that can be more fruitful than another star, in my personal opinion. But that is something I will leave for the segment. And in the final segment, I will give a little bit of news on the NBA offseason, and I will also give you the NCAA preseason top 25 and players to watch for each team on the top 25. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Basketball Empire Station starts right now. To start off, let's go with Giannis Antetokounmpo's MVP season. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a Greek power forward who can also play the shooting guard, small forward, power forward positions. And the point guard position. He plays actually four positions in the league. He just came off his recent MVP campaign. To start off, let's go with Giannis' numbers for this season. In his MVP season, Giannis Antetokounmpo averaged 20.7 points per game to, to go along with 12.5 rebounds per game, which of which 10.3 of them are defensive and 2.2 of them are offensive rebounds per game. Had an assist rate of 5.9, average also 1.3 steals and 1.5 blocks per game. To go along with a quite high 3.7, my apologies, turnover per game and a 3.2 fouls per game. Now I want to make a parenthesis here because I really like to add all the numbers involved. The thing that I will say that is very impressive is that Giannis Antetokounmpo made this while not even being top 20 in minutes per game, as he averaged just 22, 32.8 minutes per game, down from 36.7, which was his highest career for his career. His career high in minutes. Uh, my apologies, I'm a little bit nervous. This is my first time doing a podcast, so gotta see a lot of mistakes here. Now let's see where Giannis Antetokounmpo rank on his MVP season. This got me quite excited and when I verified it, 
I actually end up coming pretty much shocked. Janis Atatokupo was third in the league in scoring with the aforementioned 20.7 points, 7, 27 points per game, actually 27.7.2 above Joel Embiid. He was sixth in rebound, top 10, with 12.5 rebounds per game, 0.1 above Carl Angeli Towns, and 0.2 below Trillian Capella from the Houston Rockets. Although in basketball reference is not shown, Janis Atatokupo was around 21st or 22nd in assists per game, being below and or tied with Kemba Walker from the Charlotte Hornets, Hornets now the Boston Celtics. In steals per game, Janis is not apparent in basketball reference, but he's pretty much very close to top 30 in the league with 1.3. On blocks per game, Janice was top 10 at exactly number 10 with 1.5 blocks per game. His office, his box score numbers aren't just as that tip of the iceberg. It's just the tip of the iceberg. I may want to correct myself. He's also a very good advanced number player, showing that he can take a team and lead it to a win. He led the entire league with player efficiency rating with a 30.9, 0.3 above players like James Harden, which we will cover in a later segment, and Anthony Davis. By the way, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James had a 20, a 25.8 and a 25.6. I'm not a fan of LeBron James. I respect him, but I'm not a fan of him. His true shooting percentage was very high as well, being number 7 with 64.4 shooting percentage. Below players like Rudy Gobert, the, the current defensive player of the year, Dwight Powell, John Jordan, Thomas Bryant, King Capella, and Joe Harris. And on top of Stephen Curry, who himself had a pretty nice 64-1. I'm surprised I did not see James Harden on this little list. He may be top 30 overall. I still don't know. Is this basketball reference? You can check the links. I shall leave below. So don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I got you. Now let's go with the offensive rebound percentage. Well, I didn't see him on this list. But I actually jumped a list here. Giannis Antetokounmpo had a, a 59.9, nearly 60. True uh, effective field goal percentage. So that makes him at number 9 below Derek Favors, who now plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. A little bit of a news flash there. I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, I just give knowledge to what I get. Like, the, like my stepfather says in Puerto Rico, like we say in Puerto Rico. Repito como el papagayo. I'll give you a translator at another time. Now let's go with the defensive rebound percentage, which is something very interesting. Hassan Weissan lead all with a 35.6 defensive rebound percentage. Then comes DeAndre Jordan with a 35.2. And Andre Drummond with a 34.7. By the way, Andre leads the lead with it with a 16.8. I would like to make a rant about the percentage up in the games. 
as it's not always accurate with the player's box score and overall numbers. But that's going to be on a later segment that I do if I remember. A later segment, a later episode. Because this segment, this episode is already given to what I want. Now let's go with the total rebound percentage. The total rebound percentage, obviously, Andrew has a watch that listed with 25.9. And Andrew comes in a close second with 25.4. Yet, Jenny's attempt to compo is right here at number 12 with 19.3. A very high, very likable rebounding percentage, especially for a guy who can play literally all four positions and hands to, handles the ball as much as he does. Now let's go with the assist percentage. Jerry's Antetokounmpo is 19 on the assist percentage with a 30.9 assist rate. Then obviously Mr. Russell Westbrook is on top of it with a 46.5 and D'Angelo Russell is right behind them with a 41.3. Then comes Trey Young, the rookie from Atlanta, who played exceptionally well. I enjoy watching him play very much. What numbers? And James Harden with a 40, with a 39.5. And of course, LeBron James with a 34, 39.4. The steal percentage. Here, you can find Russell Westbrook, but Giannis is not in here. I need to check his specific numbers later, which is something I shall do immediately after following the block percentages. Let's see where Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo, right here at number 19, with a 3.9 block percentage. So, 3 of the shots he takes at the rim, 3.9 of those of those blocks will get swat. Even though he only averaged 1.5 blocks per game, that is still pretty solid. Now Giannis Antetokounmpo's very specific per 100% scores can actually give me a little bit of his rates. He had a 1.8 steals rate, steal percentage this time this year, a little bit lower than usual, having a 2.0 steal percentage and a 2.3 steal percentage in the last. Two seasons. Now I can't go to the turnover percentage because I'm very confident that I'm not going to see him here. The user percentage, James Harden leads the lead with user percentage, and James Atentokupo has at number five with a 32.3. Actually, James Harden's is you can tell that he's clearly the most used player on the floor for his team, and Giannis is pretty close. Actually, not close at all. Despite the fact that he only plays 32.7 minutes per game, which is very nice for me It's very nice being that productive in less minutes rather than playing Extremely long time in the game and not being as productive For me, it's not the same averaging 33 Points per game when averaging 37 minutes per game to average 27 minutes per 20 point, 27 points per game while averaging just 31 32 minutes it's very good, especially considering that he actually averaged a double-double with 27 points, 12 and a half rebounds, and nearly 6 assists per game. So for me, that is very, very impressive. Now let's keep going. Now let's see what Giannis has to do on the offensive rating. Giannis Antetokounmpo is 17 on offensive rating with a 121.2 per 100 possession. Now defensive rating, which by, I'm going to say clearly, I'm going to go right here. To make a cut 
square that is my favorite advanced number because it really gets how you can defend and how do you make a team better as defensive player now let's go back to the numbers I just wanted to say that because for me it is proof of effectiveness as a defensive player overall not just the steal percentage not just the numbers sometimes you don't keep the big numbers like blocks per game steals per game blocks percentage steal percentage rebound defensive rebound percentage and off and defensive rebounds per game and that type of number defensive defensive rating is excellent for me it's probably the best advanced defensive number now he's right there at second beside Hassan Westside with a 0.4 Afterwards, it's the big man from Detroit, Andre Drummond, and even Rudy Gobert, the reigning defensive player of the year, which is pretty impressive. The offensive win shares, Jettis is right there at third, below just Damian Litter and James Harden, who who has a 11.4, and Damian Litter at 9.7, Jettis with an 8.9. Jettis Atentokounmpo has proven to be a very dominant player in the NBA, not just from this number standpoint, for the but from the back score standpoint, my apologies, but also for the advanced numbers. I apologize about my low voice, just that it's like 1 a.m. in the morning, one and a half. I'm doing this with a little bit of a low voice, but it just can be a little bit of a late night. You can listen whenever you want, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I really do. It's my first time doing it, and I really want to go at it with everything that I got and at the defensive win shares let's see what James Harden has done he's below big Andre Drummond and Rudy Gobert defensive player of the year yes I said it like a million times but I gotta keep saying it because it's just the truth but the MVP is right at number three with a 5.5 and below there is somebody who might just not expect there but somebody who I believe could be a defensive player of the year is he actually put his mind to it. And that's Russell Bisbrook. I mean, Russell Westbrook, Alice Bisbrook, or the Brody. Former MVP, third year in a, in a row, having the triple-double. What else can you ask for, for the man? And then Paul George right beside him, right behind him. With a, a 5.0 and 4.9, respectively. And Nikola Vujicic. A player who everybody says he's not a good defender, guess what? Having a defensive win shares helps a lot. And where he is, proves that he is a pretty good defender himself. Ah, too bad I don't see him here. Look at oh, look at there. Look at a jaw kick as well. And number seven with offensive win shares. Pretty nice. And Nikola Vukic at number Eight with defensive rating. Okay, I'm getting off track here. I'm getting off track here. I'm just got impressed by a player who's not known as a defensive specialist being so good at defense. I'll eat those type of numbers help a lot to explain how good they are. I really enjoy them. I really enjoy them. They those numbers tell how much on the, they impact on the defensive end of the floor. On overall windshield, James Harden has a 15.2 yet Rudy Gobert this is very impressive it's tied with Giannis Cooper with 14.4 Rudy Gobert is number two in defensive win shares is four in offensive win shares and he's second in win shares overall this is very impressive very impressive for me Giannis Cooper has the highest win shares per 48 minutes with 292 Followed by, again, Rudy Gobert and James Harden and Anthony Davis. The 
MVP really, really gets his team going. And he's actually shown to be the central piece of the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to say that I'm kind of sad that Marco Brogan is not playing there any, any longer. But that's how life goes. It's a business. You have to pay your checks. Let's go with James Harden again. And the Bucks, Bucks plus minus. James Harden at number one with 11.7. And Giannis Antetokounmpo right there at second with 10.8. No wonder he won MVP. He's either close to the top or at the top of most of most categories that he's been in. Starting with the scoring, rebounding, assist. He's all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, this is proof of dominance. Obviously, we can go with the record. We can go with the playoff. I'm just going with the numbers, and then I'll tell you specifically why, in my personal opinion, he actually earned it. He didn't just want it. He earned it. Let's go with the offensive blocks minus. Let's go. James Harden is obviously on top with a 10.5. Giannis Antetokounmpo at number 7 with 5.7. Get it? 7. Ends up with 7. 7, 5.7. I'm not funny. I'm, I don't care. I just say what I got to say. Now, let's go with the defensive block, box plus minus. Isn't it obvious that Rudy Gobert is going to be on top? Yet, Giannis Antetokounmpo is tied with him with a 5.0 apiece in the defensive blocks plus minus. Now, let's go with a value over replacement player. James Harden obviously tops it with 9.9. And then here comes Giannis Antetokounmpo. At number two with 7.6. So as you can see, Giannis Antetokounmpo has his fingers finger trip fingertips, this long, long, long fingertips all over the stat sheets, all over the box score numbers, the production numbers. In my personal in my personal opinion, in this podcast, in my podcast, box score is gonna be called the production numbers. And at the advanced, the advanced analytic is just gonna be called advanced numbers. Period. I'm not gonna wreck my head a little bit, a lot through it. Now let's go and see what Giannis earned himself. So right now we know that he's a great defensive player. He is a two-time All Defensive Team, three-time All NBA, 2016 Most Improved, 2014 All Rookie, and most recently 2000. 19 MVP and I was browsing through the defensive player of the year candidates a bit of, a little bit after the the NBA award ceremony and they sh- I saw a fan made a fan bolt for the defensive player of the year obviously Rudy Gobert was first but second was very close, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And now that I see the numbers, I can tell why. He is a dominant, dominant young man. He's only 24 years old. He's only 24 years of age. He's actually a year and a half younger, older than I am. A year and a half older than I am. He ain't that old to me. So Giannis Antetokounmpo is a player who is not rich his prime. And he's already putting up historic numbers. He started the, 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 his first 15 game on a 25-15, four games. Something that hasn't been done since the most dominant player in the history of basketball. Like him or not, G- <laughs> apologies, not Giannis. Sorry, Giannis. It's not you. World Chamberlain. 
and that is something that has to be appreciated now what I else want to going to say and want to make sure that people understand here is that not only that Giannis Antetokounmpo was literally the centerpiece of an entire offense that got a 60 win record and a sick and a clean bill to the second round of the players when they unfortunately had to tangle in the NBA Finals if I recall yeah in the NBA Finals against um, Toronto Raptors who by the way we know that Kawhi Leonard is probably one of the best defenders in the his, in the game. He might be one of the best defenders in the history of the small forward small forward position, but they still needed the entire team to make sure Giannis keeps has problems doing practically anything, and that caused the disruption of the Milwaukee Bucks team. I apologize for those Raptor fans. I am very happy for for them winning the title. I also respect the opinions of others. If you want to leave your your opinions as a message, I am more than happy to. Now, I can tell you that I really enjoy watching him. I really enjoy his highlights. I really enjoy his numbers. I really enjoy the fact that he's the MVP. And I would have been very, it would have been that surprised if he was MVP slash Defensive Player of the Year. And I believe that if he keeps going the way he's going, he's going to be the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year at the same time. So... I tell you right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo is, for today, at least for this season, the best player in the world. Now, I'm going to continue with James Harden, near MVP season, historic season, right after this short break. Hello everybody and welcome back to Basketball Empire Radio Station. I was going to make this a little bit longer, but I decided to cut this to two segments because this one is going to be long. And before I start with the James Harden part of the Genesis Atentacupo versus James Harden, MVP candidacy debate of who should have won it and why, who won it, who won it, why did he want it or not. And if he and who of the two should have won it? Well, no, Giannis won it. I already told you why he wanted. He wanted it. He won the the MVP trophy. My apologies. And now I'm gonna tell you James Harden's numbers. But before that, I want you to pay a little bit of a close attention. I'm pretty sure it's all over Google already. I'm not surprised if you're already into it. I'm not surprised you already know about this. But it turns out that. Kawhi Leonard has signed with the Clippers for a roughly about. Let's see if I can find the the numbers here. Actually, came out of nowhere. I didn't expect it to happen. Let's just say that he went for a four-year deal on about a one hundred forty million dollars. The last number I I saw, you can actually. Go and verify yourself, and if I am wrong, you can actually correct me. I'm trying to get more information right now, but I'm actually shocked that Kawhi Leonard decided to go with the Clips. Actually, I'm not that shocked as a whole, because they actually show it that they're a team that a star player can go. And what really shocked me is that Paul George went out of nowhere and was traded by the Oklahoma City Thunder right into the 
team of the Clippers as well. So this actually caught me by surprise. And I saw it because I was actually watching the Google News and about Paul George and, excuse me, about Kyle Leonard. About James Harden, my apologies. And they show on the Twitter side about that okay, a tweet about OKC Thunder, Russell Westbrook not care about winning, or I don't remember very well the twer- the tweet the tweet, but it showed about Paul Paul George Pat being out of there, and I didn't know what's going on, so I decided to verify it. And I am can confirm right now for those people who are not up at three in the morning. 3.15 in the morning or later that Paul George has confirmed that he's go that he has been traded to the Los Angeles Clippers so Paul George is back home to, because he's from Los Angeles as far as I know and Kyle Leonard as well is in Los Angeles now before I start the James Harden part because I really am interested in checking on numbers let me just first say that this got me by, surpri- by surprise, and I really hope to. S- and I'm getting excited to see the Lakers, the excuse me, the Clippers and the Lakers for the battle of LA again, and to see how, what kind of defenses menace will the Clippers become after this trade. This is absolutely incredible. The Clippers are finally back after a year or two off, but. I will say I wouldn't count them out count them out even if they didn't have that big trade because they trained themselves and played themselves in such a good structure and putting effort and defense first and everybody having a role. Now with these two on board, those kids who had to step out as hard as they could on offense will just have to worry about defense and that will clear a lot of space and Leonard and George are great scores both in themselves and Paul George is, in my personal opinion, in comparison to Leonard, a better playmaker. And Leonard is an elite defender. One of the greatest small forwards defenders of all time, my personal opinion. Now let's actually go with James Harden and his numbers. I'm still baffled by this news. James Harden this year averaged a lead leading 36.1 points per game. With 6.6 rebounds per game, one assist, uh, excuse me, seven and a half assists, two steals, and 0.7 blocks. With a career high, unfortunately, with a uh, five turnovers per game, second to his 5.7 turnovers per game, which was the highest of his career, as long as well as a 11.2 assists per game. Now let me get into the numbers of where does James Harden rank. James Harden has proven to be very, very excellent as a player. And he has top five in most numbers, in a few numbers. Now let me see where James Harden is right now. Okay, so James Harden is number one field goals with 8,843. But he's also in number one in field goal attempt. Somewhere Giannis Atentacupo is not, which in my personal opinion is a plus because Giannis is third, is fourth in field goals made. So he we, he, he we can actually find how Harden needs a lot of shots to get the point that he 
that he has. And as far as for what I've seen, James Harden this past season averaged an extremely high 13.2 shots per uh, 13.2 three point attempts per game in comparison to 11.3 two points two point attempts per game. So what I, as you can see, by making only 40 exactly 4.8% of those shots, he had a 36.8%, which is very respectful, respect respectable, but it's still very inefficient in my personal opinion. We're talking about a player who's a two-time scoring champ. The seven the 2017 MVP as well. So his inefficiency is a little bit problematic, especially for me, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a how do I put this efficiency fan? And I'm not very efficient myself, so it's kind of gets frustrating to me even more. So this is a little bit of frustration for me with hard. Now let's see where else he fits in. Okay, so he's the first one in field goals made. That's good. Unfortunately, he attempted nearly two two thousand um, field goals uh, per, uh, as a whole. Rather be is fourth with one thousand and six. 109 and second in the field goals made with 764. Now going with two points field goals. Obviously, uh, excuse me, let me just get back a little bit. I'm watching this right here live on my tablet, verifying the numbers game here. So going back to James Harden in the two point field goals. James Harden, I'm pretty sure James Harden is not even in on this list. No, he's not on the list. Obviously, uh, Giannis is second with 660, 669. Below just Lamarcus Aldridge and below him is DeMar DeRozan. Russell Westbrook is at 12. Now, two-point field attempts. DeMar DeRozan and uh, Mr. Lamarcus Aldridge are both in number one and number two. Nikola Vujicic at number three, and Gian Russell Westbrook and Giannis at four and fifth. And then comes Andrew Drum. Oh, look, James Harden is tied for 19 with Anthony Davis. Now, three point field goal attempts. Let's see. Of course. Why am I not surprised? leader in three-point shot per game. I'm surprised that Stephen Curry is not top of the list on this one. And Podger is right there at number th and number third at third. James Harden with a 378. Stephen Curry with a 354. Podger with a 292. And just goes on and on. And here we go. James Harden had a higher three-point shot taken. More than two points shots attempted. And he took 1,020 triples. Right to 881 two-point shots attempt, either in the paint or wherever. This is very, for me, it's very a little bit of a problem. Now James Harden is at also at number one with 1,060, 1,060 field goals missed, second by Kemba Walker, then Paul George, then Novak Mitchell. Daniel Russell, Damian Miller, and surprisingly, Russell Westbrook is at number 8. 
even though he's still top 10 that is still kind of surprising that he's this low I thought it would be at second free throws James Harden obviously with 70, 754 James is right there below Joel Embiid by 22 with 500 Joel Embiid being at 22 so James Harden also led the lead with free throw attempts going below Mr. James going below him is James Attentacumpo with 686 James Harden has a 154 Giannis were to made as much as he attempted he would have a great free throw percentage obviously James Harden is not on this list he says 5 and assist second of steals overall steals and leader in the league in turnovers second to Russell Westbrook and Giannis going in fifth he led the league in points with 2,818 10th with personal fouls it's not even close to field goal percentage Giannis at number 11 with field goal percentage you can see if you can verify yourself in basketball basketballreference.com write 2019 season leaders and you'll find it clearly you can verify both of them both of them in different ways three point figure percentage James Harden is not even there not even close free throw percentage James Harden is at number 12 below Malcolm Brogram Stephen Curry always at, at or near the top of the free throw per games free throw free throws shooting per game is uh, percentage my apologies the minutes per game Harden is at number three below him is Russell Westbrook then Paul George is at top of second and Bradley Beer is actually at the same minutes per game but obviously Bradley Beer played more minutes that's why he has the actual lead in this category category my apologies now the points per game obviously James Harden over Paul George and Giannis very high very historically high Giannis, James Harden was at 70 with assist with seven and a half he was second in steals per game below Paul George above Chris Paul and at his rocket teammate and Russell Westbrook was not even close for the points ahead for the blocks per game Giannis passed him in player efficiency rating with a by 0.3 James Harden having a 30.6 as you can verify true shooting percentage is led by East Giannis at 7 Mr. Harden is not on this list not at least at top 20 and Giannis is top 7 Giannis is effective field goal percentage is at 9 offensive real percentage this goes to Andre Drummond as a white side and other players Russell Westbrook was first in the league in assist percentage with 46.5 and James Harden was six was fourth with 39.5 so as you can see Giannis he did pass Giannis who has only a 30 percent 30.2 percentage in terms of assist steal percentage James Harden is at number five above above Russell Westbrook at number 10 Paul George is at number 13, Chris Paul at number 2. The 
turnover percentage. James Harden is way below the league. He leads the league in turnover percent per game, so he's going to be way below the league. So your user percentage, obviously James Harden, who leads the league with 40.5, above, way above everybody, and Giannis is at number 5 with 32.3 offensive rating. Dwight Powell is above him, and actually didn't think some such thing could happen, yet remember the minutes also count. And this is not just includes what the what it does in the game, it doesn't include what the team have. And with all that usage, I thought he would be at the top, but it's not even close. Giannis is actually Giannis. The ones who are there are Giannis, Demi Lillard, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and they're not even close to be on top. Players like that, Dwight Powell, Clint Capella, and Rudy Gobert, players who don't get the ball that much, except obviously. Rudy Gobert, and he still doesn't get about that much, are actually topping this list. And as we can see, obviously I'm not going to check the offensive rating because the only ones, the Harden doesn't appear here. The offensive win shares are up. James Harden's right above everybody with an 11.4, right above Demi Lillard and Giannis at number third. Defensive win shares, obviously, under the list, and Giannis is right there below. Um, Rudy Gobert and uh, the and above and under Drummond above Giannis attempt Giannis above Russell Westbrook and James Harden is surprisingly right there at number 15 with 3.8 Winchers as a whole 15.2 in favor of James Harden and number one and Giannis is tied with Rudy Gobert for 14.4 with 14.4 Winchers for 30 minute, for 40 minutes obviously Giannis attempt to compete on top. Then Rudy Gobert, then uh, James Harden. James Harden has a 254. Bucks plus minus. I don't have to say it. Um, Mr. James Harden at on top with six with 11.7. But Giannis right there is at 10.8. Russell Westbrook at 6.5. I love Russell Westbrook. That's why I mention him a lot. And James Harden is offensive. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Apologies. Bucks plus minus is on top of the leagues again. Everything on offense is his to take. Well, most most of it with 10.5. And Giannis is at 5.7. Defensive plus minus. We already know who this belongs to. Giannis at second. And Giannis started with a 9.9 value over replacement player. Below him is none other than the MVP himself. Giannis at Tempta and Russell Westbrook number five. Now, now that I, I can actually see this, now that I actually seen this and seen the records, considering that Giannis Antetokounmpo had the best record in the NBA, in the NBA apologies, I can clearly say that the best player on the best team won the MVP fair and square. There's no controversy. I know a lot of people say they're not. I have. I'm pretty sure a lot of people will not say that there's not any controversy. Also, Giannis reached the finals. James Harden did not. Also, Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you can bear, if you want, you can verify it on the leaders board of the 2018-19 season on Basketball Reference on NBA.com. You can verify it, and in most of the numbers, rather even either productive numbers, the award, what the people know as the box score, and the advanced 
numbers or the advanced analytics. Giannis Antetokounmpo is always at or near the top, top 10, top 5, top 7, maybe 19 every once in a while, maybe top 20 every once in a while. He's top 30 in all the categories that have been in the league and he's the only player to do so since the start of the steals and blocks. So, in my personal opinion and in my humble in my humble personal opinion, I believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo clearly is the most dominant player in the 2018-19 season and that's why he was given the 2018-19 Most Valuable Player Award. He achieved this award by being the most dominant player on the floor and he is a player that can clearly play four positions, five positions. The only reason he's not known as a center yet is because he's not put as a center. This is the end for this episode. I thank you all for tuning in. There will be more episodes coming forward. Please support. Please keep on tuning in. I'll have the next one ready. I don't know when, but I'll know I'll have it ready. God bless you. And may Jesus guide you. Amen. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves.